Welcome to the Gear Slum, your one-stop shop for all things guitar culture nonsense. I'm Aaron. I'm Josh Holm. And I am a female photographer. <laughs> we slum it hard so you don't have to. <laughs> I was going to make a Josh home joke and then you stole it from me, but it's okay. Cause that was good. I like it. Well, let's start over. Let you say your joke and then we'll oh. see. We'll use whatever one is better. No, I'm going to make well, a, my joke. was going to come. I my joke was going to come afterwards. I was just going to say, we slum it hard. So Josh home doesn't have to, mm. doesn't have to kick mm. one in the face. Mm. I was going to introduce myself. It was as, really good. I was going to introduce myself as Keaton's mom, but, uh, I didn't. <laughs> Mom. mom, someone you posted about that. Yeah. And then someone else, like, I think it was John Cusack, was like, before you defend this kid, you better look into like the racist stuff that he's said. Well, it's not him. Like, it's his mom. It's his mom. Like the, yeah. Like, but that's how everything is on the internet. Nine like, years old. Never, like, if, if I've learned one thing in my time on the internet, um, it's like never feel any genuine feelings about anything because you're going to be wrong. Like remember <laughs> the the Coney video? Yes. Oh yeah. Everyone Coney twenty twelve. Coney twenty twelve. Everyone was like so all in on Coney one hundred percent. By the way, did we make him famous? We as a podcast, was, the Gear Slum? That was that was the goal. The goal was to make him famous. Did we did we was Coney? That the goal? Yeah. What was the what was the what were the Kickstarter rewards for that goal, for the different goals? That was a Kickstarter, know. right? No, I'm just joking. What was the, this? This episode is brought to you like, by the Gabriel Tenorio Train Company. <laughs> wow, he does not have skeletons in his closet. If you support Gabriel, got no skeletons. We promise that you won't then find out later that he is a member of the Ku Klux Klan or something like that. Or, or visit. He'll probably take you out for some ramen. Some ramen, Emmanuel. <laughs> Emmanuel. <laughs> Call back. Uh, I'm sure that joke went Guys, over really is, well. This is our Christmas episode. This is our Christmas episode. Merry Christmas. Okay. In that it's our last episode before Christmas. Wait, I got something for our Christmas episode. Or is it not? Never mind. Is it? I don't think so. It is. It is. Uh, this episode will come out on the 21st. 21st. Oh, yeah. That's the winter solstice, longest night of the year. Y'all. Longest night of the year, guys. You get down to some gear. <laughs> How you like that? I love it, Phil. I love it. I, I knew it. I you knew like it apples? <laughs> The other day, I heard a, a, a mom talking to her child, and she was saying, "How do you like them apples?" Like over and over again. And the kid was, was like nine. nine. I was like, "I'm pretty sure that kid has not seen Goodwill Hunting, and that reference is and not also, working right." And now. also, he knows that it your was, joke is bad. It was an imam. An imam. Imam Emmanuel. What were you saying? It was not. It wasn't any mom. It was a specific mom. No imam, like 
you know, for yeah, you said it was any mom. I can't remember. It was 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 one very specific mom. I can't remember who brought this up, but somebody recently was talking about on a Muslim mom. Like, yeah, she's pretty Muslimy. That mom, (laughs) Muslimy. And your mom is real Muslimy. (laughs) Muslimy mom. I'm cringing. This is what it sounds like when when I'm cringing. When I was in Del Mar, uh, um, a lady that I worked with, and she was from Iran. She made, she brought the best food for Persian New Year. Oh man, bless her heart. Did she bring kobli pilau? I think that's actually Pakistani. You're so out of it. We taught English. We taught English on my mission. Like you'd teach English to you know local people or whatever. Uh-huh. And we had this guy, um, he was from Afghanistan, but he made us Kobli Pilau one time. It was awesome. Mm. I'm sure maybe one of our listeners can relate to that. Yep. <laughs> that, that went off the rails real fast. <laughs> um, I'm going to cut that out. Muslim mom stuff. Yeah, probably a good idea. <laughs> Maybe, maybe, maybe. Should we? Should we just maybe scrap that and start over? Welcome to the gear slum. There's no usable content good. there. It was good until you used the term "Muslimy." <laughs> yeah, Aaron. It wasn't insensitive. I like how now. That. I like how now you want to scrap it. <laughs> Last time when it's me and Phil talking about you know how we don't know what gypsies are. <laughs> <laughs> Being a gypsy is a choice. You're like, no, that's good content. I was. All right, we'll leave yeah, it. we'll leave let's it. Let's let everybody laugh at you guys. No, I don't. I'm not telling you to leave it. I don't think you should leave. No, it. we'll cut. That is a bad that decision. Out. Um. All right, starting right now. Okay. Let me mark it. One. Oh, you're seconds. serious. Yes. I'm serious. That was really bad. Okay, guys. Yes. So all right. Funny. Welcome to the. No, we're not actually cutting out the entire intro. Some of that was usable. Oh my god! All right, I'll just just let me start I'll talking. Both of you, shut up and let me start talking about something that we can actually go ahead. Keep in the go ahead. Go ahead. Okay, so I got a Paul Reed Smith guitar, and uh, I had to give a shout out to Jamie Davis. This is the one and only time I'll ever say his name on the podcast. Uh, but I feel like it's my punishment for buying a, a PRS. Um, yeah. So, I, I've I've posted. Do me a favor. When you go to put the strings on, make sure you get the right strings. <laughs> don't don't pull a Jamie Davis. Mm. <laughs> pull a JD. <laughs> so, I so the specs on it. I I've never been really into PRSs. P PRS. Um, but if I was going to get one, I would want it to be a hard tail and I would want it to be like a black or a charcoal. And that's what this one is. It's, uh-huh. it's black and it has a wide fat neck, which is like a really deep neck profile, which I really and, like. So, and you would want it to be an oh so subtle flame top, which it is. Let me ask you this. <laughs> well, if the flame what, is what actually ten pretty, top, what does 10 top mean? So they have. They have all the flame maple for the tops, and they take the top ten percent that they they decide is 
the best 10% of the wood and those Oh really? Ones. That's yeah. what it, that's all it means. Yep. So it, it so actually not It actually actual, means like something. distinction. What's that? Is it it's not like a like a generic distinction? No, it's it's yeah, so like with Gibson where they have like a triple A or a quadruple A, that's just like completely arbitrary. Yeah. Um and so oh, is okay. this because it's arbitrary in the sense that yeah, they, yeah. they choose which ones look the best, you know, before they're ever sure. finished, I think. But, you know, it is, it, it signifies something. It means that only 10% of them are 10 tops, I guess. Um, but yeah, I didn't, I only know that from this Anderton's video that I watched way back in the day. But yeah, I've uh, never been, I've never been super interested uh, in, in PRSs, but the other guitarist in my band, that's his main guitar. Um, and he really likes it. He's had it for years. And, um, and I think whether you like or hate the aesthetics of PRSs, which I think I tend to fall on the side of not liking them usually. Um, uh, like, I think everyone kind of agrees that they're at least like well-made, you know, guitars. They have really good quality control. And yeah, yeah. Much more so than, I, than Gibson, for example. I, I mean, I don't hate them. I just like, I feel like... It just not doesn't match like me. You know what totally. I mean? Totally, and like, it's like, like, it's like be, one of those things like where like I always feel like I was playing someone else's guitar. I don't hate it as a uh. guitar, but like I hate what they <laughs> stand for in a lot. Well, of here here's the thing, and, and and I don't I don't know if we've talked about this. I feel like back in the late '90s, every cool new guitar player that I thought like that I thought was cool in the late '90s was playing a PRS. <laughs> yeah, well, oh, and, that wasn't the case for me because I only li I mostly listen to punk music and so it was like they were playing okay, like right. But, yeah, I feel okay. like the same as Cole. Like for me, the PRS was always like what those guys are playing. Yeah, it's so not maybe like, that's like I yeah. feel that in some way. It that's, was that's how like it was so fitting when I, I I I was watching that video a while ago of when Silverchair was on Saturday Night Live which I think I've talked about yeah. it before because it's ridiculous. Cause the guy, the kid is 15 years old. Like all of them are 15 years old. Yep. He's yeah. playing yep. this like, bright green PRS. And you know that like in his mind, he got his record deal and was like, man, the first thing I'm buying is <laughs> the most flashy PRS <laughs> I can find, you know? Well, see, I, super I, expensive I wonder toys. if what was happening in the, in the, in the late nineties is if they were just throwing, um, I think so. Endorsements, at, yeah, totally. At, uh, at everyone who had like a popular album, because I feel like they were everywhere. Like every single, every single guy, like yeah. new new band, was playing one of those. Because they and were maybe pretty, my perception is off. They were pretty unknown, and I don't. Uh, yes, all of us, you know, our our perception of the guitar world at that point was probably very minimal. But um, it seems yeah. like PRS was relatively unknown until Santana played one. And then they were kind of associated with that music. And in my mind, when I thought of PRSs, I always just thought of like... You thought of I'm China. The most... And when, and when, I, when I think of PRSs, I think of garbage. <laughs> <laughs> I always... There was this kid... There was this guy... Um, so there was a set of brothers that I knew when youth group as a kid. Um, the Lavana brothers. Um, and the older one was called Turtle. Um, that was like his nickname. Like he played bass. He had a really big belly. 
garage. And he played bass, but it was like really high up. So it would like rest on his belly. So yeah. it was kind of like parallel to the ground almost. Yeah. Anyway, um, but then his brother Marcos played guitar. And he would always be like, dude, I really want a PRS. And I had no idea what he was talking about. Oh, um, really? This is yes. like, I was like, okay, cool. And then he, he like got one and I was like, that's a guitar. <laughs> but somebody. I really do. I really like their S2 like, line, though. I would the picture S2 someone. line looks really cool. I would picture someone wearing, like, at the time, I would perceive it as, like, oh, that's. Somebody's going to wear a leather vest while they're playing that guitar or something. <laughs> it's like if yeah. you have. You're, if you're yeah. playing a PRS, you probably have, like, excessively embroidered pockets on your jeans. <laughs> Exactly. Right. <laughs> and they're your jeans. Well, you have relics jeans. Yeah. Okay. Let me, let me your see. Guitar is pristine, but you have like you have like a Von Dutch hat and like true religion jeans. Oh my gosh! You're totally right. Okay, so let me see. Incubus, Corn, Pod, Creed. Really? Um, see, I guess I wasn't I like. I don't about associate it. I corn yeah, corn. I I don't think of the either, but I don't really corn, know. I think of the extended range. They were like the first ones to have like, like Ibanez. A, is a mass oh, you, you know what? You're right. You're right. You're right. Oh, I thought you were like actually listing bands. Yeah, so did I. Like, like an you're just pulling names out of your butt. I just um, I was. You're just pulling corn of, out of your butt, Phil. Yeah, I, <laughs> I mean I Tremonti for sure. He has I like thought. a signature line. Tremonti. I, I think you're right. I think I do remember like the dude from Incubus playing one. He definitely who, was. Who is Because I remember... Is Mark Tremonti is the guy from Creed. He played he's guitar Creed. in Creed. Okay, yeah, yeah. And then he's in that he, band, Alter Bridge. But he's, like, actually really good at guitar, right? He's good at that style of guitar, yes. Like, he's... <laughs> yes, but, like, he's a very, like... He's, he's actually very, you know, talented with guitar, with actually playing guitar, and not just, you know... Yes. Assume... Oh, I don't think him play anything other than like I know for a fact Incubus I don't enough. Oh yeah, Incubus in my mind makes that like fits totally. Michael um Eisenberg. Yeah. Michael Sarah, he he totally could be Michael Sarah. <laughs> that guy. Eisinger, I think. I Eisinger. Um I remember cuz here's what's and I don't know, this is kind of like super off in the weeds, but it's, I guess this is fine for what we do. Like he, I remember that in the first few albums of me really liking Incubus, he was a, a PRS guy all the way. Uh-huh. And then they took, they got, they got super huge. And then they took a break, like a longer break between albums, like a little bit longer. And then, the next album was a very different sound. They had a new bass player. And I remember seeing a video where um, he was saying, yeah, after after spending time with our new bass player, I realized that I, I fell back in love with Fenders, which is what got me on guitar mm-hmm. in the first place. And then he's been playing Fenders, like, a lot. But in reality, it was th- probably, like, a, a, I'm sure that his... You know, something happened with his endorsement deal that also affected that decision. You know, 
right? I guess. I mean, I'm sure that decision wasn't made like just solely based on you know which guitar he liked the feel of. Or you don't think it was like I'm too rich to care anymore. Like whereas before it was like it was, cool, a guitar was, company was, wants to give me a guitar. Maybe so. The interesting thing, like that's like the opposite trajectory that John Mayer took. Yeah. Right. The other band that I always that I arrest is uh, Minus the Bear. Do you guys know Minus the Bear? Yeah, and actually the guy because that uh, dude plays PRS. <laughs> so the guy guitars. who sold me. So I should maybe. So this guy listed this PRS, and uh, he. Uh, sorry to cut you off, but he came to my. He did, he brought it no, to my. Okay. I was like super busy, and uh, and he. And that was the first person he mentioned. Like, yeah, the guy from Minus the Bear. He plays this exact same guitar. <laughs> <laughs> oh really? Yeah, totally. <laughs> Which is like, <laughs> yes, if you want me to get on board with <laughs> with PRS, then that's that's where you start, not uh, Alter Bridge or whatever. <laughs> Have I told you guys the story <laughs> about... Can I um, repeat the joke? Oh, yes. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yes, please repeat your joke. The joke that I did on in the group is I said, this may or may not make sense, but I heard uh, if you alter the bridge on those, they sound really smooth. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. It's like it's so funny. many things in there. Get it? Anyway, that's really dumb. Go ahead, Phil. I'm sorry to interrupt you for that. Okay, it was a waste. I'm was. I'm blanking on the band, Kings of Leon, and what's the other Ar- Arcade Fire? Kings of Leon, Queens of the Stone Age. Okay, Arcade Fire is the band. So, the Strokes. Years ago, back when Arcade Fire was like a thing that cool kids listened to, um, mm-hmm. I they sold out. <laughs> right before they sold out, like l- like literally right before. A friend of mine I, used to date the bass player from Arcade Fire. Oh, serious? That's cool. Yeah. Okay. Like before cool. they were famous. All right. Obviously. Go ahead. Um, He's a friend of yours. <laughs> She's so, a friend of mine. She, oh, okay. So, um, I, my wife wanted... My lady. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Wanted, wanted an iPad, uh, an, an iPod really bad. This is back in the uh-huh. iPod days. So I found one on Craigslist. Really badly. And I... Really poorly. She wanted one really poorly. I, I messaged the guy. He says, okay, let's meet in the Taco Bell parking lot. We go there. He you're says... Like, sold. I'm already there. <laughs> so I get out of the car. He's like... He was it a regular Taco Bell or was it like a combination pizza Shh. Taco Bell? So he gets out of the car. I'm like, okay... Here, here we are doing this thing, right? He walks over <laughs> to me. He shakes my hand, and then says, "Is holding it up in the, in the air." And he says, "He says, hey, bro, are you into Arcade Fire?" And I go, "What?" And he goes, "Arcade Fire." And I go, "Uh, yeah, they're they're cool, I guess." And he goes, "Listen, I loaded all of their albums on this." Um, on this iPod for you. And I go, it's like the poor man's version of that U2 iPod that they put out. Yeah. And I go, I go, what? And he goes, he goes, dude, they're so good. Listen, (laughs) before, before you plug it in, 
just promise me that you'll listen to it. <laughs> You're like, no. I promise <laughs> you no like, such thing. Uh, here's my $20. <laughs> I'm going to put ska music on this iPod, and I'm going to delete <laughs> the Arcade Fire. <laughs> it, was, it was such a weird interaction, because he was like, strangely obsessed Dude, with Arcade Fire. Dude, he's on the freaking street crew. Arcade Fire street crew. <laughs> but like, why try to sell it to the guy? Why sell it? Why try to sell it to me? Some dude yeah. in a Taco Bell parking lot that you're selling it an iPad, an iPod to. Like it was. Yeah, just let so, it go. Like it's irrelevant, yeah. dude. But he was telling me that he took the time to put just Arcade Fire music on it. Yeah, that's pretty. Like, weird. why didn't you just give me your iPod as it was? Right, exactly. Like, I get all that the you don't have the time. There. Right, exactly. Whatever you had, he's like, like no, I deliberately. <laughs> yeah, I deliberately put all Arcade Fire albums yeah. onto. Like, I love them so much that they're the ones I'm going to steal from and give to you and not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. I, um, I, I always. Story? I'm always excited when I buy uh, a looper pedal that has, like, banks in it. Oh yeah, like the last the RC three that I bought has like the first like twenty banks are full of songs, you know that this that the previous owner had put on there, and I was like, yeah, this is gonna be awesome. And actually, that Baby Taylor that I bought um, in the in the gig bag has a DVD. I still haven't put it in, but it's a DVD of the guy's band. Dude, oh, that so I, I bought to, that. I still like live stream that that Zoom camera, and it had like videos on it of like. Oh, nice. Some, like, kids' school production, like, musical. <laughs> You're going to make some found footage film of just... <laughs> no, I'm doing it pretty quickly. Yeah, I'm sure, because you didn't want to get arrested. Dude, speaking of crazy stories, check this out. So, last... Bill, how like, are those uh, potato November chips that you're up October. Last November. Shh. So, last November, I, I, I party animal, killer otter party animal from Matt Waltz. And he sent it to me, and shout out it was Matt like Bulls. Blue Boy Five Bulbs. <laughs> shout out Bulbs. So he sent Friend it to me, show. and like, <laughs> he sent it to me, and it was it showed up tracking. I was tracking it, following it. It showed out for delivery, and it was the pink. Day. It was it was like it was a the limited, pink one. Yeah, it was a limited run, so he only made like twelve of them or something. Yeah, he made a certain amount of them. I don't know how many. Anyway, so he sent it, and it shows up out for delivery, and it never showed up. It just like didn't show up. So like I told him and he like called the post office and they're like, well, come check on it and we'll look for it here. Come back tomorrow. So I went back and like asked him about it. And the dude was like, oh, we don't know. Anyway, so they're like, you have to wait a certain amount of time before you can file a claim. So anyway, Matt ends up sending me another one um, because that one's like he just basically wrote it off and it's like, send me a new one. So I get it. And I played it for like a year. It's recognizable like in its aesthetics because it's shell pink Pennington pink. It's a very specific pedal, yeah. So exactly. the other day, like last week I was playing a, an acoustic set at this like coffee shop and this guy that I kind of know locally, I was talking to him about like pedals and stuff. It's that pink pedal that you used to have. And I was like, oh, that's the party animal. Um, it's like a fuzz. He was talking about Russian big mud. So he's like one of those in the pawn shop the other day. And I was like, wait, what? You're like, you he's saw like, yeah. 
You saw a big like mouth pawn shop? No. Eight, I, yeah, I know. He's like, no, I saw that pedal, the the party animal. He's like, I recognized the bear on it, and it was pink. And I was like, that is so weird. And I was my pedal. Um, so it's just like in the pawn shop. And I think he's, I can't remember if he said, I'm pretty sure he said that, that he went back and he was going to buy it and it was gone. Uh, he sold it for like pawn shop, he said. <laughs> Man, I wish I would have seen I wonder, crazy, I wonder if you had gone in like maybe if you had claimed that it was stolen you could have gotten like the security footage or the name because you know whenever yeah, you want anything totally you know, they can take your fingerprints yeah, and everything person who brought it in. yeah yeah because yeah. I'd love to know if it was like an actual postal employee or if it was just yeah so like I don't know, lost whether it actually got lost or someone like stole no well like and they wouldn't steal it. Like it's like, not like it says, you know. It was just a box. You remember, like, in Cole. I don't know if you know this. It might be different in Utah, but Guitar Center has this Always weird in Utah. rule about selling used gear where yeah, they have to hold it for ninety days or whatever. Yeah, and and so like, well, it's the same about that same rule. It's to make sure that it's not stolen. They're is doing what the deal. Say. Yeah, do So, like, I see something, and I'm like, oh, I want it right now. And they go, okay, well, you can buy it, but we have to hold it for 28 more days. When here, they it actually says it on, like... Yeah, they have that here, too. has a sticker on it that says this will be available on this date or whatever. Yeah, okay. it, I think my Guitar Center normally does that. Sometimes they don't. Because they're lazy. But I think that I bet, I don't, maybe that's not like a federal thing, but it's pretty common just because. I bet Aaron's cool kid so much guitar center there. does something way better than. No, they have dates. It's the same thing. They put the dates. And so you can buy it, but then you have to like go back and pick it up. Yeah, like you, right. when it's you buy it, so they take it off the floor. Like you're basically putting it on layaway or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, I wonder. Oh, man. No, but that was like. Story. It was like so shocking to hear that. And it's like, it's, randomly, like a, like, it's like a hilarious story. It's like, oh man, that's so random. But then, like, the underlying actual story is like, man, that freaking sucks. That Matt just infuriating give you a free pedal and just totally eat the eat the loss of the one pedal. Yeah, it sucks. Like it's a it's a really frustrating story, even though it's also hilarious and ridiculous now that it actually yeah. popped up somewhere else. And I want to know the person who bought, like, because no offense to Matt. But that's not necessarily the type of pedal that anyone would just walk in off the street and recognize it, you know. Not that most people right, know right. absolutely nothing about guitar pedals, but especially about like a small boutique builder, you know. Like I wanna I wanna meet the guy or girl who bought it, who went into the pawn shop and was like, Yeah, I'll throw down forty five bucks on this guitar pedal I've never heard of. Yeah, on some random I wanna meet that man. Mm. What do you guys think about that? Other people who are on this podcast with me? Um, I, th- I can't tell if yeah, I'm talking. So. I told you what I thought. <laughs> I told you what I thought too, okay. right? Yeah, we all told each other what we thought, I think. I think we all yeah. told each other what we thought. I think we did. What do we think about what we thought, though? That's Bro. the question. Bro. Bro. 
Can I talk about this PRS some more? Check. Yeah, it's been a week. Drums, so, what do you think? What do you think now that you've played it for a week, uh, Cole? Amazing. Only guitar oh. I ever want to play. <laughs> I've been playing the drums. Like I learned how to play drums. It's heavier than Learning. I thought it would be. Cole, do you feel talk more like POS, Michael, Michael Eisenberg uh, than you did before? Very much so. Mm. So, Aaron, you're playing. Are you talking drums? about Jesse Eisenberg? What kind of uh, Incubus riffs are you playing on it? Early, mid, late? Einziger. That's what I said. So, Aaron. Michael Eisenberg. Ooh. Cut that out. <laughs> Ooh. I got it. <laughs> Not great. <laughs> it would have been fine if you wouldn't have acknowledged it. It would not <laughs> have been fine. No, it would not have been fine because I still said it. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, but you didn't actually say it. It was just a... Anyway. I want to apologize yeah, to so all of the Incubus fans. Shut up. No. There. So I've, I've been... So last year, again, again, last November-ish, last October, I think, I was like, I put a thing on Facebook like, oh, does anybody local have any drums that they want to like get rid of cheap? And um, Adam... So you're that guy. Adam Powell. Yeah. I always love it. Oh, I was going to pay for them. I was like, going to hey, pay for them. I'm looking for a nice reverb pedal. I'm looking to pay... Somebody just the other day posted, hey, I need a guitar cab. I'm looking for like a 2x12. I'm looking to pay about 100 bucks. Let me know what you got. <laughs> it's like, really, dude? <laughs> it wasn't like that. I was like, does anybody have any drums that they want that they're not using... They want cheap for them. Anyway, so I guess I am that guy. Anyway, so Adam Powell, um, <laughs> friend of friend of Six Cycle Home Show, who friend of our I've show. met a couple of times. He's a cool guy. He's he, an he's like, oh, dude, I have some drums. Like, you can come get them, whatever. So I got them, and then I had, then I was like out of commission, couldn't walk, had very limited use of my leg for a while. So I just recently started like playing them. I got the <laughs> kit set up finally. Jeez, would you but quit I, I only have about your leg already. I, I'm not. All I had was a hi hat. I don't have any other symbols, so <laughs> I've been like playing this really limited kit. Um, but I just bought some some drumsticks today. It's uh-huh. fun. I mean, I had some drumsticks that a buddy gave me that were like garbage. So I just got some new drumsticks. And uh-huh. if anybody out there has any advice, I want to hear it. Um, secondly, I found out that there's this new um, guitar store, a music shop in my town that was not here before they just opened like a month ago um so i got them shout out to pure tone music when um, you say your town cool. do you mean the greater san diego area no i mean in el centro really yeah so like we have one we had this one music store that that was here um that they used to sell fenders but now they don't um and they primarily what they That's do like is every local guitar shop it seems like like traffic in band instruments like school bands so they do a bunch of rentals and stuff totally um but this new shop opened only make money and they yeah they carry only fenders and squires so they had like a whole guitar so i played a bunch today um i'm pretty sure they only (laughs) like like all their amps are fender except for they had like one line six (laughs) (laughs) and then like all their guitars are fenders i'm like they have very limited range 
It's like um, some guy whose brother works at Fender and he's just like getting all the gear with an employee <laughs> discount or something like that. Reselling it. Yeah. But it was a pretty it's a pretty cool little shop and like I went in and the dude's like, Hey, you want to plug in and like play some stuff? So I was like, Cool. Um and then which is totally different from the other shop, which is like it's actually like connected to this t shirt shop. Not much. <laughs> of course it is. And um <laughs> that does like screen printing and stuff, so it's like this big thing. Um, that I, store is junk. The new one's cool though. What are they like? Can you tell what else they do? Because I like, there's no earthly know. way a brick and mortar store can stay in business by just selling guitars, right? Like they have yeah. to be in lessons and stuff like that. I have no idea. You would think, yeah. Um, I have no idea. I didn't talk to them very much. I'll keep an eye on it and see how it progresses. But yeah, that'd be cool. I don't know. I miss cool. the days of like we have, we have a couple local guitar stores here, but like it's it's hard because you go in there and it almost feels like they're like a charity case sometimes. <laughs> like you should mm-hmm. feel like you should feel bad for them that the internet is <laughs> right. like, ruining their business and and you know, I don't know. So it's you know I miss being able to go in and guilt free just play all these expensive guitars. Basically, I'm a selfish <laughs> jerk is what I'm trying to say. Right. But hopefully that shop will stick around. Some of their prices were kind of off the rails. Like they had that, um, the new Mustang, the Squire one, listed at like 229 It's like, yeah, that's not happening. How much are <laughs> They're like 149 everywhere. They're oh, 149 everywhere. See, so they have that's... stuff like listed at map. But then they had a Mexican Tele that was at 600 which is like normal price. No, that's like so that's weird. like MSRP. That's not even map. That's like now the Mexican fenders you know. are five ninety nine now. No, 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 I'm saying the Squire. Oh, the Squire. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it was like weird. that's that's the thing I don't get. Like, is it in this day and age? Is it just like are they just fingers crossed? We hope some dummy doesn't look online. It's because old people, Phil. I mean, right, but it, old like dummy come in and say slash grandson. Old... No offense yeah. to all the old people that listen to this podcast. <laughs> but, is, I mean, is that really what it is? Is it like dummy slash I don't know. old person like... who doesn't check online? Like, really, I, I'm really asking, why are there st- stores still, <laughs> like, still, like, just hoping that, with these prices that to be are impulse. It has to be an impulse. It has to be an impulse buy, basically. Like, and I don't. But, I don't know who, for whom. Yeah, who is two hundred dollars? You would know the price. Who is impulse buying squires? Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, not any of us, obviously, because none of us are rich. We've already gone over this. <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like that's that's what it is. I think is that like, oh yeah, I need a guitar, and so I'll go. You know, it's like, it, like I can't remember. This guy that I worked with was like, oh yeah, oh one of my neighbors just recently. Uh, he had just gotten, he had just started playing guitar, uh, with some buddies at work. Like they were taking a group guitar lesson, and they were playing acoustic and he's like, yeah, now we're going to start doing like, we're all going to start playing electric guitar for this next round of lessons. And so I want to get an electric guitar and he ended up getting, uh, an American 
professional, whatever the new American standard strat is. <laughs> and I was like, geez. <laughs> and he's like very much a beginner at guitar, you know? And it's like, man, wow. Can you, can you imagine that being your first electric guitar? <laughs> yeah. American strat. Like, yeah, anyways, but that's like, I guess those people are out there, but still like, you like you have to be you have to be the type of person who's going to make an impulse buy of a fairly expensive thing, and also not do any research about how much they cost elsewhere. Right, and that that kind of person that's a small like that, cross. Yes, yes. <laughs> that Venn diagram isn't all that big. Right. Um, and that's the thing that I'm confused by, like. Are are do you th- are they fooling themselves or are they fooling or are there is it really working? Fenders, Fenders but is that is that like is that happening in other industries too? Do you think or is it just like a music? Oh, thing? see, I'm sure it's happening. With, see, it, it like I I went to buy some um, surround sound speakers for my house. You I'm didn't not talk rich. to me. Before you went and bought surround sound speakers, Phil. I am, I am, let's establish, I'm not a rich person. And um, uh-huh. my wife, my wife looked online, found something. She's like, I want something close to this. And so I was like, mm-hmm. okay, let's see if Fry's has it. Phil, I want to get I, this straight. You are best friends in real life with a professional uh, sound system designer. And yet you just let your wife decide what kind of surround sound speakers you get. Cole, Cole, how dare you? I'm offended, you? Bill. I can't. I can't afford. If you, I was going to go buy like a, I don't know, a lesson plan or something, I would consult you. <laughs> no, you wouldn't. You liar. It's because I wouldn't buy something like that. It's worthless. It has no worth. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just bitter now. Okay, sorry. Keep going. About surround speakers. Well, fries Probably had. So. The guy in, instantly, I said, what do you have under $300? And the guy goes, it's completely straight-faced. I am almost 40 years old, okay? He completely straight-faced looked me in the eye and said, listen, if you want quality, you need to spend at least $1,000. <laughs> and, and I laughed and then looked at my buddy and I said, let's go. And then we turned and walked out. Like, yeah. I, I was like, I, that, does that work on people? It's got to work or else he wouldn't use it. Like, Fry's employee, you're in no place to be elitist about this. You should be, like, begging people to come into your store and not just buy everything on Amazon. Right. The, the, fries, at my, the, the fries in my neighborhood has a big, giant sign that faces the freeway that says, we match online prices yeah but they 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 didn't have anything remotely close to what my wife found online and and so i was like okay no we're no so what did you you want to have a come uh did you buy them already well she bought it on amazon and it's on its way should i send you the link i don't even want to see the link phil (laughs) i'm so disappointed in you so disappointed. Should we? Sh- <laughs> do we need to have a conversation about receivers and five point one sound? Are you getting like no, excited? I'm not going to have that conversation with you. No, not excited. <laughs> you hurt me. 
Cole, it's been a rough couple. To the core. It's been a rough couple days. Okay, I'm sorry. This is just in the last couple days. Yes. Bill, what do you mean? They're gonna sound like crap. Because you know what I always say: if you want quality, you need to spend at least a thousand dollars. And I'm a professional. Cow. <laughs> That's what I always say. <laughs> so you and Mr. Fry's guy went to the same school, is what you're saying. <laughs> Fry, Fry uh, guy. Wait, was this the actual Fry guy? <laughs> was the Hamburglar there too? He went to uh, Brigham Young University. No, Ohio. What's the other one? You say Brigham Young. Yeah. <laughs> Brigham. Brigham Young. Yes. What are what are the other this what's may, the other one? This may disappoint you, Aaron, but you're not the first person to make that joke. That's what I thought that's what Phil said. And you're not the millionth person to make that joke either. Uh, what do you mean the other the joke. other university? Um oh. how should I put this delicately? The other uh, Mormon? That's the one. Yes. You don't have to put it delicately. The Mormon church owns BYU. It's not like it's a secret, you know, society or something. Okay, BYU, and but then there's one that's like for the kids that can't get into real schools. It's like Ohio or Iowa or what's the other one? BYU, Idaho. Idaho. Thank you. There it is. <laughs> BYU, Ohio. I like that. <laughs> I don't know. It's like Miami. There's that Miami of Ohio University. Yes, Idaho is Which, BYU. Idaho is just a couple of hours away from here. Which one uh, did you go to? I went to BYU, like BYU. I went to the core BYU. I went to the equivalent of the Paul Reed Smith. I didn't go to the SE. You went to the Harvard of Mormon schools. Wait, is there more than one BYU campus? Yeah, there's BYU Idaho. We just said it. And then there's one. There's Hawaii, also right? BYU Hawaii. Yeah. Sorry. See, that's just here's for what you learn kids who... at a, at a charter school Sorry. that <laughs> like mine. That's mostly Mormon kids. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're like, I guess I could just go to Hawaii. <laughs> like they're all. <laughs> they're like, oh, you only got a thirty-four on your ACT. Yeah, you're not getting into BYU. What's funny is it's like they all joke about like there are three choices. Like, <laughs> it's not, there's not other choices. It's just those three. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> As somebody who spent a long time at BYU, there are many other choices. You should explore all your <laughs> options. Mm. So, look into BYU, Ohio. Coming soon. BYU, Iowa. <laughs> BYU, start it. BYU, Ottawa. Ooh. BYU, Chorus. BYU, yeah. Digital Delay. <laughs> BYU, analog reverb. analog reverb. BYU, Digital Reverb. They have at BYU, they have a reverb chamber, so they actually have analog reverb. The, the reverb time in it is like six seconds, which is... Whoa! Uh, yeah. Because it's a reverb chamber. You use it for testing. Acoustical testing. I don't mean to brag or anything like that, you know? It's not because like you're... you too. So, Aaron, I wanted, I wanted to ask yeah. about drumsticks. Mm. What? Mm -hmm. Go for it. What's the deal with drumsticks? What's the deal with drumsticks? <laughs> this is part of my 
I'm doing yeah. the Jerry Seinfeld bit. You just um, love to hit drums. But like I know like I know absolutely nothing about drums and I see like cymbals, for example, that cost a hundred dollars and then one cymbal that costs two thousand dollars or whatever. Yeah, I've seen that recently as well. And that seems insane to me, but I bet it's the same way with sticks where like you have some sticks that are super nice and expensive for some reason. I don't and know. I, I want to know what that reason is. I feel Maybe like it's not. I don't know. Sticks, it's like closer to like strings or something. Like picks. Sticks and picks. Sticking and picks. So here's let me equivalent hey, as y'all. far as I can <laughs> Sticks are kind of like sticks or picks. Like the skins or like the drum heads would be like the strings. And then you have the shells. But to a which is like, like the guitar. Greater extent, because like there's no way people are changing their skins as much as the guitar. Well, that's true, but it's like that's true. Yeah, yeah, close enough equivalent. But in the sense that it's like that's the thing that that you have contact with, and yeah, yeah, the the difference is probably subtle. Like the difference with sticks and and skins is probably pretty subtle. Yeah. Whereas like symbols might be more drastic, but I, I I would assume that it is the same kind of like diminishing returns. That you would get with like guitars, where, totally. Like a thousand dollar guitar is probably way better than a hundred dollar guitar, but like a five thousand dollars not that much better than a one thousand dollar guitar. Exactly. Yeah. But I don't well, know. Like, given my new uh, affinity for Paul Reed Smith guitars, I would have to disagree. I would say five thousand dollar <laughs> guitars are amazing. And they're <laughs> worth it. If you want quality? Symbols like don't want to spend less than five thousand dollars on a guitar. I think a lot of it has to do with like construction. Like some of them are, um, some of them are like cast and then some of them are like stamped and then some of them are made in some other way. Triple stamped? You can't triple stamp a double stamp, Phil, first of all. So I think stamped is like the cheapest version and then like cast (laughs) is a little bit better and then whatever the other ones are. But yeah, there's I some guess, where it's like three or four thousand dollars for a symbol. I guess like durability would be a thing. Yeah, probably like durability and part of what you're paying for. Because I'll see people post symbols on you know for sale on Facebook or whatever, and it's trashed, like, yeah, and they have like cracks in them or whatever, mm. and it's like minimal playing wear, and it's like that thing looks like it's not functional <laughs> anymore, but I guess it still vibrates. Well, it's just like it's now just a smaller symbol. <laughs> <laughs> just rip, rip out the outer layers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I honestly have no idea. Like, I just kind of figured out the, like, the rating, not the rating system, but, like, the sizing for drumsticks. Oh, okay. Is it length? So, is it girth? So, yeah, it's basically girth. I think the length is pretty standard. Um, okay. But so you have, like, a number and a letter, and the number is, like, how fat it is, and the letter is, like, the weight of it. Okay. So like a 5A is lighter than a 5B, but they're... Okay. And then there's like different tips, and you can get nylon tips or wood tips. I honestly don't know, and I probably sound like an idiot right now, but I'm very dangerous. This is a dangerous conversation. It's kind of cool. It's exciting. I bet it is just like Um, picks where it's like part of it is how it sounds, but part of it is... It's fun to do when you're like not good at yet. Yeah, totally. That's how I am playing bass. Like, oh, I get to just be... Like, I have an excuse for sucking. Where with guitar, people are like, oh, how long have you played guitar? It's like, well, 20 years, but... 
right <laughs> playing for most of that time <laughs> and i'm not good so <laughs> it's like i'm good enough at guitar that i don't have to get better to yeah. enjoy it you know like, what I mean? yeah yeah like you're not you, like you're not still in the learning phase necessarily you're always trying to get better but like you can yeah. enjoy playing guitar whereas like with drums i'm so bad that i progress really quickly totally i'm still not good but like rewarding yeah you're significantly like, better than you exponentially were exponentially better than i was two weeks ago yeah this <laughs> <laughs> is kind of fun oh man <laughs> This is the part where all three of us stop talking. <laughs> this has been an emotional night for all of us on the podcast. So are Phil, we, are Phil we? apparently is uh, doing something unrelated to the podcast. No. Yes, yeah. Were you about to ask if we're still recording, Phil? Uh, no, I was. Gonna, I know we're still recording. I was going to ask. Don't ask if we're at an hour, Phil. <laughs> Use your watch. I don't remember when we started. Phil, um, tell us about your your new like setup. So, um, the so you're out office, of the garage, right? Yeah. Yes. I, so the office slash music room is what mm -hmm. we're calling it, and okay, we've got pretty high ceilings. So I think I'm going to do that. Um, on this big open wall, I think I'm going to do that thing that Guitar Center does uh, where With hooks. I'll have guitars hanging on the wall like staggered. Mm -hmm. yeah. So there's like... Different uh, heights. Yes. Yeah. Um, but I'm also thinking I want to do a shelf unit, like just build a shelf unit somewhere to be able to put amps and pedals and cables on. Okay. Mm -hmm. so um, can I offer some advice? Yes. Uh, amps. Uh, if you're going to be serious, you need to spend at least $1,000. on your <laughs> Phil? <laughs> Phil, I know a little bit about sound systems. I know a uh -huh. lot about... Uh, furniture and vintage entertainment centers. So, have you seen have you seen my setup with like my bookshelf basically that has my amps in it? What you want to look for, like? You can go on Craigslist and find a million entertainment centers that are sized for CRT TVs because nobody wants them anymore because they're not wide enough, but they're the perfect size for amps. Oh, you're right. So you can find, and they'll be old, so they'll be like heavy, like solid wood, you know. And you'll get Dude. it for 10 bucks because somebody is like, I would just literally throw it away, but I can't because my garbage can isn't big enough. And I live in California, so like they would arrest me if I tried to throw this away, you know. Oh. See? Cole, you're a I offered useful advice, Phil. That's okay. What Cole, now I am willing to take your advice <laughs> on, on sound, sound systems. systems. <laughs> this is one of those. I don't, I don't care how much you know until I know how much you care situations, isn't it? Exactly. Yes, it is. <laughs> yes, it is. It, seriously, though, that's, that's like, so I have, I have, I only own one amp now because I'm not rich, as Four. we talked about. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, it's, the sizing is perfect for a 1x12 combo, you know. So, so get on. I'm, I'm not, 
I'm not sure how I want to do it, but because I have a couple different um, cabs, I, I'd like to be able to like have them all easily, like just kind of visible and like switchable, but there's not really an easy way to like put cabs in a, in a shelving unit and also be able to switch between different amps, you know? Sure there is. Well, have one cable coming out the back and have the amps on the other smaller shelves that are sized to hold a bunch of VHS tapes. <laughs> okay. The cab, the cab goes where the TV would go, and then you just have your cable. You just swap the cable on the amp side. Okay. Or maybe yeah. you find a some type of supplier who can supply you with cables with stick mm. ropes mm-hmm. with somebody of that uh, persuasion. Have we talked about sinusoid at all on this episode? <laughs> you know, a lot of times our, lot of times our, that second, reminds me. our second episode of the night gets uh, short shrift a little bit. No, 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 no. No shorting here. Cole, that's a good point. I'm glad you brought that up because I'd really like to take some time to talk about Sinusoid, and how wonderful they are at handcrafting cables for the everyday consumer at a high quality that any rock star can enjoy. I'm glad we're not doing that thing where we just mention the sponsors at the beginning anymore so that we can right. have these, these supernatural that conversations thing, about them in the middle. Or, or Guys, thing. you know what's really cool that what? Sinusoid has that we haven't talked about yet is the the black pancake plugs. Have you seen those? Oh, yeah. Those are cool looking. They look really cool. Yeah. The black cap. Yeah, yeah. Wait, the metal is black? I have not yeah. seen these. No, you haven't? That's They look really good. I, ha- I have not been looking at anything because I've been... I do this with you guys. I also respond every once in a while to... Your sometimes you buy surround messages sound, surround sound speakers without <laughs> consulting. <laughs> I, I literally didn't. My wife did. I literally did not. I, I'm trying to get my grade book all squared away before uh, the end of the semester. That's what I'm doing. Fine. And Fine. this. Fine. And moving. So, guys, check out Sinusoid. Check out the Black Pancakes. That's not a bad band name the black, black pancakes. pancakes it's not is it it's maybe it's not a good band name but it's not a bad one either it's not great it's not terrible okay. <laughs> let me give you some other good ones it's very good jack mormon uh whoa debatable it's a great it's a great band name uh jack and the mormons maybe jack and the mormons um mm, okay uh, how about Jack Mormon sounds like a Latter day Saint like superhero take, or like how about uh, take off your pants and Jack Mormon? <laughs> <laughs> um, I think of Jack Mormon is like the Jack Bauer of the Latter day Saints. Of the yes. Good. Um My Hot Stepdad. Another good one. It's an actual band? Well, I, I mean I'm sure all of these are an actual band because there's a billion bands. Yeah, they Gentlemen can't of not be banned. 
Ooh, that's good. Is that? What was did that? you make that up just now? Gentlemen of Leisure? Yeah. Sure. Hello? That's like of course I did. That's a competing podcast. We don't like to talk What else about. would it be? What else would it be? Yeah, Joe Pekarski has a podcast called Gentlemen of Leisure. Yeah. Leisure? Leisure. Leisure. Pekarski. Leisure? Leisure? So check out Gabrielle, too. You know. Mm-hmm. Guys, please give me drum advice. The GTS. Also, Aaron me, needs drum advice. Also, buy our freaking if have a coo- t-shirts. If you have a coupon for $75 all access to Tommy Emmanuel drum lessons. <laughs> or or Rahm Emanuel uh, political, any political of the advice. Any of the Emmanuel brothers. <laughs> Speaking yeah. of Emmanuel, Merry Christmas. Like if it's Ari Emmanuel, <laughs> I would take Ari Emmanuel too. Ezekiel, Ezekiel Emmanuel, Ezekiel Emmanuel. Oh, Ooh, you know that song. Emmanuel, wonderful, Lord of life, Lord of all. He is a Prince of Peace, mighty God, Holy One. Holy one. Emmanuel. 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 Oh man, guys, our viewers are gonna love that. You guys, we were on point with that one. Nailed it. Who that sings that? So I swear good. that's Aaron, like, I swear that's like Aaron, a Gloria Estefan Christmas or something. Aaron, good yes. luck trying to match up our tracks on that one. Yeah, not gonna try. So. <laughs> <laughs> How would he start now? Oh, sick burn. <laughs> oh, it's Amy Grant, I think, that sings that. Of course, oh, yeah, that, that fits. Oh, Amy Grant. Oh, rapper it, it's a little time sometimes, but eventually you figure out who sang the song. <laughs> <laughs> no, I actually just played. I used Shazam, and I just played back me and Phil singing it, and we were so on mm-hmm. point that it knew what song we were singing. It knew exactly. It takes a little time sometimes. Is that she sings that grown up Christmas? wish list of oh you. totally yeah that's probably yeah that's the one no, original song on the CD. gave you my heart very next day you took it away that's not this it. year <laughs> i want someone to come out with one of those like sappy songs about one of these like internet you know stories that everyone feels so strongly about and then turns out to be a total scam like we were talking about Keaton's mom, you know. Christmas, there was a kid named Keaton. <laughs> that his mom was pretty racist. <laughs> or something. <laughs> all kinds of pictures with Confederate flags and guns. <laughs> and then, it, yeah, because people, because you can put out music like, you know, there's like a 24 hour music cycle, you know, like the 24 hour news cycle. You can put out music so quick. To be fair, it's though. Like, even if the kid's mom is a total racist, it's no excuse to pour milk on him in the lunchroom <laughs> and put ham down his clothes. It's still unacceptable behavior. Like he's if regardless of if his mom like he's already the victim. His mother Hashtag yeah, totally. regardless. <laughs> and for those of stop trying to match stop trying to make fetch happen. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna happen. It's not gonna happen. The viewers are gonna love it. I like at least three of them. People, people are like so eager to, to, 
like jump on either side of the bandwagon. It's like, let's all just take a mild approach, you know, with Keaton's mom. Let's find out how racist she really is before we start getting angry, you know. Let's take we're a all, chill pill. We're all a little bit racist. We've talked about this before, you know. Maybe me more than most, but we're all a little bit. Yeah, you're a little Mormon racist. <laughs> Wait, that's not what I wanted to say. Everyone's a little racist. Maybe you're a little Mormon most. That <laughs> <laughs> was worth it. That was worth circling back around on that one. A little Good Mormon at most, but <laughs> no big deal. <laughs> Phil, what else have you Guys, learned about? Guys, if you about the Bill Guitars, tell me about those two. Really? Oh, wait, guys. Okay, really quick. We should this save is, it for next year. It's almost Christmas. Mm-hmm. So here's what I want to do before. I want everyone okay. to say, um, let's Thank say you. one guitar and one pedal that you would put on your Christmas wish list for 2017. Mm. Next week we'll talk about like the best of for New Year's, but I want to talk about like what would be on your wish list. Okay, on the count I, of three. One, I already got two, three. Mobius, Paul Reed Smith. <laughs> I, I already got the only guitar I'll ever need, Aaron. Paul Reed <laughs> Smith, Custom Twenty Two. The only gigging bass you'll ever need. Compass in the stock and this thing which tells time. You'll never have to buy another <laughs> gigging bass again. Exactly. <laughs> like, that's a different podcast. Yeah, that's a different. Um, that's a competing podcast. All right. So seriously, mine, so you Mobius? That's a good one. Yeah, I like that. And you should honestly get a Mobius, Phil. Like, sell some uh, pedals, hustle, make it happen. Sell your. Oh, I could sell my VHT. Sell your garbage surround sound speakers you just bought from Amazon. <laughs> oh, no. And buy a Mobius. Uh, Grace. Okay. What guitar would it my, be? For me? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I'm not... Um, I'm not, like, jonesing for any particular guitar right now. Um, I'm honestly... <laughs> this is, this is going to sound very so, sad. Okay. I'm jonesing for more time to play the things I have. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you're like the dad from that Cat Stevens song. From every boring movie ever. Oh, sorry. But your guitar is the your cat's child. in the cradle. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the guitar's right. in the cradle in the silver spoon. Little boy blue and the man in the moon. Little blue boy and the fire Don't know when, but I'll play my guitar soon, son. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> you know we'll have a good time then. Here's my guitar that I just found a few weeks ago. It's a, a rock and roll relics jet single cut in like relic pink. Dude. Okay. It's like a junior style. Remember I showed you guys the picture of it? Yeah, yeah. Looked dope. I found out what the guitar is. It's a rock and roll relics jet single cut. And it's freaking cool. I can't decide if I like the name Rock and Roll Relics. Like, is it? I'm not a huge fan of the name. Is it but so I, generic that I kind of like it? Like, that I've he's, decided they're in on the joke. I've decided it's not a great name. Like it. <laughs> it's not a great name, but their guitars are really cool. That's the obvious decision is to not like it. That's cool. Mm. 
I'll have to. I don't I'll have hate to go it. I don't hate it. It just doesn't. Do nah, it's not for like me. it doesn't matter. Like who cares the name of the yeah. guitar? You know. Some people care. Also, the Thunder's single cut. Anyway, I like that. So that would be my guitar on the wish list. My brothers. I still really want one. Yeah, so Leon, not to like, uh, not to divulge private conversations that I have with other industry insiders, um, <laughs> industry professionals. Uh, go ahead. It's okay. When I posted about the tournament, the pedal bracket. He was like, oh, yeah, let me know if you want me to send you any pedals. You know, I could send you my brothers or something like that. And I was like, uh. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Not to keep, obviously, but just to, like, you, you know, shoot one of the videos. Yeah. And it's like, oh, that's, it's very tempting. That's one. I if don't anyone know, I kinda... out there named Andy Kim is listening, send me that freaking wave cannon, bro. <laughs> bro, come on, bro. <laughs> I like I've kind of come around on brothers though that I uh-huh. I wonder if I would just have like option paralysis with it. Yeah. Like, I mean, it is a way, it is current, a like my list. current mode of thinking is like I want all my modulation and delay and reverb to be automatic through mm. uh the use of the Boss MS3. But MS3. But I'm I kind of just want a whole bunch of individual drive pedals that I can move around and mix and match where like, if I got a brothers, it would be like, okay, now I'm going to control it with MIDI from the MS three and I'm going to go all crazy, but I don't know if I want to start down that road. That's fair. I also, it's really lame and everyone's going to hate me, but I super want a timeline. (laughs) Really? What? Yes. You don't know why I like super want a timeline. Did you see someone posted a Pink Panther for 175 bucks in the junkyard? I did see that, yeah. But Dude. that's not like a great deal, is it? It's uh, it's. Or what are they good. like 229 new? I thought they were 250. I thought, less than, yeah, yeah, I thought they were 250. Yeah, they are 249. And they're new yeah, enough. That a, they're that new enough good. that there aren't a ton of used ones, you know. Yeah, that is a pretty good. It deal. was like that spring tank. I'm surprised you got that deal on that spring tank because that thing's like they're it's back brand order, new. Aren't they? Yeah, they are back ordered. Yeah, that's crazy. Like I had a friend, I had a friend trying to hook me up, and like <laughs> it just took forever. And then I saw this one online. So yeah, and it was it was in the box and with all the stuff and still. But I wonder. I don't. I don't get how you got the deal. Like they just came out. Well, someone was just selling it used. Like they must yeah, have bought yeah. it and then were selling it. But that's what I mean. Why would somebody sell it? used so quickly after they just came out they probably just don't want it it takes i don't understand that like you don't understand it or you just don't think it's something that you would do both there are the same people who go if i understood it, it then i could conceive of it being something i would do they're the same well, there's a lot of things that i understand but i just i don't want i would not do it like no. there's people who pay full price for pedals, and I understand why they do that, but I don't. I do I'm not, not understand why they do that. You don't understand it, like you can't. No. You do the understand thing... it. No. You don't relate to it, but you can understand it. No. You can't understand it, so it doesn't. Like your mind cannot compute that it is a thing that happens. Right. <laughs> You're ridiculous. <laughs> 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 You're so intolerant, Phil. 
<laughs> like you need to learn to put yourself in somebody else's shoes, walk a mile in their shoes. So, so I was looking at my uh, gear spreadsheet as I am wont to do. Phil likes to troll me. Phil always trolls me. I know. <laughs> to be fair, you are uh, somewhat combative sometimes, as am I. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> and I was noticing that all of, like, I tend to get really good. I don't know. I've become more lax recently in my in my uh, gear acquisition and flipping and everything. So, like, I sold my AC15 for... 450 bucks which is a really good it is that's like, a good price price to get but i bought an alnico blue and put it in it i bought it used but i you know i went and put that in my spreadsheet and realized like oh i was actually into that amp 455 dollars so oh. like dang it Ooh. what was that what the heck was i thinking and i paid Ooh, full boy. and i also paid full price for the ms3 which is kind of crazy what? Like I think that's but it was, you got it like when it right when it came out. Yeah, like, like I pre ordered it. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. obviously I had you know I had no other there was choice. No but that was on the pre order. He says I had no <laughs> other choice. I had no other choice. My hands were tied. No, it wasn't like a <laughs> it wasn't like a Kickstarter because I actually got the I don't, I don't understand people who, who pre order things. I don't you understand don't? you doing that. If unless unless there's gonna be like a short <laughs> supply are you saying you can't understand yeah. the concept of pre-ordering, Aaron? Yes, I, I can't. What does okay. it mean? Like, what is, like what is what is pre-order? Like, what are those even? <laughs> what are those sounds coming out of your mouth? <laughs> is that like is that like what you do before you order the thing? Exactly, it's like preparation. Add it you, to your you cart. Pr- you pre-order. In my mind, like in my mind, pre-ordering is like putting it in your shopping cart. That's the pre-order. <laughs> right. <laughs> It's the deal, and then when you click, and you click, complete my order, and then that's the order part of it. Mm-hmm. But everything before that is pre-order, right? Yeah, and then waiting—that's the post-order. I'm I'm with Aaron on this one. So right this now, time. like, I'm like I, I first I pre-ordered the Canalia, and then I ordered it, and now I'm post-ordering it. <laughs> yes, you're, pre, you're in the pre-receiving phase. Post-order, yeah, in the pre-receiving. The pre-receiving, um, the post-order is also the pre, the pre-flipping phase of most items. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Like yes. that PRS. Hopefully. Pre- it's right. a pre-sale. I'm in pre-sale mode. So if anyone wants to pre-order one of my pre-sale titles, <laughs> I'm post-order pre-receive at the moment. Mm-hmm. It's pre-transaction. Mm-hmm. It's pre-trans. Yeah. Pre-trans action. Some pre-trans action. Pre-trans post up. I am in a uh, post hearing <laughs> about post this order. I'm a. I'm in a, I'm in a post. Right now I'm I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good at drums. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Are you thinking what I'm thinking? Oh, what that you're thankful for friendship? Yeah. My guys, I'm so thankful for friendship. I, I want Thank to you be for a, in a post recording this podcast phase. <laughs> Merry Christmas, everyone. From mm. the Gear Slum.
Thanks for friendship. Yes. Feliz Navidad. Christmas time is here. My favorite, when my favorite song on that album is like. When the lights load up all, Thanks for friendship. <laughs>